Hi everyone, I'm Jason Pittock and you're listening to Beyond PPC, a podcast brought to you by ClickGuard, covering all the latest stories and insights from PPC and beyond to help you succeed in your digital marketing journey. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on YouTube and Instagram. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get on with the show. Okay, thank you everyone for joining our fifth session today. Uh, this is brought to you by ClickGuard. So today we'll be talking about the importance of understanding how false positives work and what's machine learning got to do with all this. So we have the co-founder and CTO of ClickGuard with us, uh, Milos uh, Jekic. By the way, I had to practice two months to Good. say his Good. awesome surname correctly, and I still mess it up. Anyway, uh, thank you, Milos, for joining us. My pleasure, and thank you so much for not butchering my last name. Okay, that was a good start. So anyway, um, for anyone wondering, you know, what are false positives in pay-per-click? Can you explain briefly for them, you know, what are they and why do the people in the Google Ads community just keep talking about them? Okay, so uh, false positives can be a lot of things, okay? But I guess what I believe would be the most important for PPC advertisers uh, in general would be this. Um, False conversions. Uh, due to you know faulty or just superficial attribution models, um, then uh, fake or false interactions that may occur on on people's websites, uh, and finally, last but not least, uh, the false positives in identifying wasteful ad traffic, such as click fraud, for example. Uh, but let me try to elaborate further. Okay, so it, when we're talking about attribution, the the sad reality is many marketeers don't really have a decent grasp on how this is supposed to be done properly. And not only that, but ad vendors like Google or Facebook ads, uh, they, they kind of simplify this very much. And they're very eager uh, to um, show that a button click equals advertising success, right? It's so easy to implement conversion tracking, you know, just, just put it on a button. But, but you know what? We all know that, that uh, click on a button or any kind of specific interaction with your website not, doesn't necessarily mean a sale. Uh, or a subscription, and and that's success, right? Um, and now, when we're talking about false interactions in general, um, you know, many advertising systems kind of rely on uh, uh, behavior data being sent back to them in order for them to be able to refine the audience, right? So you would somehow collect the visitor behavior data on the site, uh, send that back into into the advertising system, and you would kind of um, redefine or refine uh, the audience that you're targeting. This is literally how Facebook ads work, right? And the, 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 the simplest example is this. If you're a software as a service, like we are, you know, you can, you can when you pull somebody into your funnel with Facebook ads, then you can retarget them spe- specifically if they uh, saw your pricing page or um, interacted with your, I don't know, features comparison page or something like that, right? And imagine, imagine if, this is, if, if, if we're talking about false interactions. Facebook gets the wrong data, okay? And, and the, the audience that you're targeting ends up being just money waste. And again, last but not least, when we're talking about ad prevention in general, the go-to solution is to exclude uh, sources of clicks that, are, that, that don't work for you, right? That are bad. And uh, as an example, uh, you're getting bad traffic from a certain ad placement, from a certain website in your display campaigns. What you do is you go ahead and just exclude that placement and you, you don't show any ads to it. What if this is based on false positives? You know, you, you, you end up excluding 
what is a legitimate source of, of sales for you, which at the end of the day, that's, that's, that's what you should be doing, getting more sales. And, and you, you can influence your ROAS very, very badly um, you're, because you're, 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 you're not serving ads to audience that obviously has intent to convert because you're working with just bad data. Right. And, and, and how does like, machine learning affect these false positives? Because you mentioned it before, and I really want to go deeper. So what, you know, what are the good or the bad outcomes uh, that this can have on people's campaigns? Yeah, I think you and I talked about machine learning before. But, and, and let me just start by, by saying this. Machine learning is awesome, okay? Like the, the, the potential benefits of having a machine, a powerful piece of hardware, analyzing uh, some sort of data, running simulations on data, like the possibilities are endless, right? Um, I, I really wouldn't know where to start. But just because there's machine learning be, be behind certain conclusions on a data set does not in any way make it accurate, uh, truthful, you know? And you know why? Uh, data is very susceptible to bias. Have you, have you ever heard of the term data bias? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Let me elaborate this, right? There was an article in Forbes in, I think, 2019, but I can confirm that pointed out something about, like data is not the truth. Uh, see, data science and machine learning is just a tool uh, of, of data science, right? An instrument, okay? So data science uh, uh, works with data models. Models are there to represent reality. So what, what, what data science is trying to do, it's, it's trying to build evidence based on data to confirm or falsify a certain proposition, okay? Same, same as any other science, okay? You run experiments against a proposition to confirm or deny its validity. Simple. Well, not simple, but that's the process. <laughs> now, like any other scientific experiment out there, you have many different factors that influence the outcome, like environment, right? Different conditions of the environment. And in many cases, there are a huge obstacle between, you know, making a, a false or, or, or a truthful conclusion. You know, it influences accuracy very much. And when we're talking about data, there's different uh, uh, biases in data, right? The first one is how you model data sets. You know, how, how well of a, of a representation of reality you build. The second is the way you collect this data. And then, then the way you, you work with this data, the way you use the data that you've collected, and finally, the way you deploy this data. And, and, and let's put this into context. So you, you're using machine learning to optimize your advertising efforts, right? This is our context. All of the above factors can lead to completely false conclusions. Completely false. And what that ends up, you end up doing wrong or completely unnecessary changes, optimizations on, on your advertising campaigns, and, and there's a loss of business. There's just miss, missed opportunity, okay? Um, so it's, it's not really only about just using machine learning. It's about how it's used, and it's about the quality of data that you can collect and that you are collecting. Right. Yeah, so um, yeah, I latched onto one of the things you said before was, you know, these tools or people that I should say are using machine learning or claim to using machine learning and AI, uh, you know, these can, can people's campaigns actually be detrimented because of, you know, falsely claiming to use machine learning and AI? Can there actually be, you know, negative, negative impact uh, because of these false positives, because of uh, badly acclaimed machine learning and artificial intelligence? We already established that 
the outcome of applying machine learning to data depends on how data is being collected and used, right? Uh, amongst other things, okay. So let me ask you this, who designs the data set? The data set, which is the core, the basis of what, how a, a machine learning is, is supposed to work. Who does that? Humans, humans. You know, humans with their experience, with their own bias. Humans are also in charge of attribution models, right? As well as implementing how this data is being collected. Not to mention, finally, it is a human who designs the machine learning algorithm that is going to be, to, going to be applied. Um, so let's conclude together. The bias in data comes from whom? <laughs> Humans. Okay, so fair enough. So let's apply this to answer your particular question, okay? The moment you start researching on ad tech solutions that claim to be using machine learning or AI, what, what you know, like to protect, optimize, boost your marketing results, et cetera, et cetera. You will often stumble, if not almost every single time, into something that you can describe as one size fits all kind of solutions, or even, even worse, in my opinion, sit back and relax kind of solutions, you know? I mean, the entire pitch is usually, and you, you know, if you go ahead and do it, you will see what I'm talking about, but the entire pitch is something down the lines of, you just sit back and relax, and our AI will do work for you right? Or sit back or, or let our AI do this for you so that you can focus on whatever, something that you want to focus on, you know, happy things. Okay, this really sounds awesome, like the promise of it, right? Just like um, smart campaigns, yeah. <laughs> Google ads, right? Just plug in your credit cards, create the most, the most basic of ads and go, 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 you know? Look, the question is, does this AI system if it does all the work for you, okay, you don't do a thing, whose bias influences the outcome? I mean, do you really want to put your campaigns into somebody else's hands just like that? Because you don't have to do a thing. Now, let me ask you this. When's the last time you got some sort of results or success by not doing a thing in, in business, marketing, or in, in life in general, Okay, that's, the, that's just the first, time, the, the first dimension of this problem, okay? The second dimension is, and this, the, I find this to be common for almost every single solution out there that claims this, right? There is a lack of paper trail. I mean, if you have a sales pitch like that, like sit back, sit back and relax, you know, we'll, we'll take care of things for you. Like, would you really expect that the system is going to be accountable and provide a full, you know, report on what they did? Maybe not. <laughs> no. No, no, look, look, look. What, what they are asking of you is to basically put faith, blind faith, into what is essentially a black box system, okay? So they will do something and re show you some sort of a report of their supposed results. No paper trail. You have no way of checking how exactly these results were achieved. No. So essentially, a black box system could be devastating your advertising uh, performance, could be killing it completely, could be preventing your campaigns from generating better ROI, could be preventing them from scaling, and you wouldn't even know it. Because you wouldn't even be able to pinpoint exactly which particular action, activity, whatever, on your campaigns has led to a bad result. Because, because you, don't have, uh, you don't have the insight. That doesn't exist. Look, for example, what I constantly see from people migrating to ClickGuard from other solutions in the same space. They keep asking for us to show them money savings and how many clicks they got from their competitors. Honestly, it has grown into somewhat of an expectation. Suddenly users expect uh, this from a, from, a, from, a, from a solution, right? They expect this information. 
like I understand people need positive reinforcement and feedback from a from a solution, especially especially if it, if it's if it claims to be you know hands off kind of uh, approach. But we are trying to make it super clear that this is not the point. This is not your goal. It's our mission now to educate users that you need to focus on what every advertiser worth their salt should be focusing on, which is what cost per acquisition, ROAS, and 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 sales. You know, how much are you selling and, 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 and how to scale that? Now, recently, some services even tried, uh, even started claiming that they're trend, more transparent than anybody else on the market because they supposedly acknowledge that there's, there's a, there's a uh, they, they show this percentage of supposed uh, false positives that their system generates. Of course, there is absolutely no data to corroborate, nothing that you can follow up on. You know, it's just something they, they throw out there. It's a bias. Uh, it's biased. Yeah. But 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 would you expect anything anything else from such a solution? I I don't. I don't. I don't. So let's conclude. What your your question was uh, basically how can false positives generated by supposedly AI or ML you know ad tech negatively uh, how, how how can yeah how could be, they be detrimental to to campaign performance if you allow somebody else's bias in the way they model collect analyze or deploy data to influence your campaigns without being able to follow through uh, through a paper trail, right? Uh, or, or to make modifications in the way the system does these things based on your own experience and your, I guess, intimate knowledge about your product or business or market, your campaigns, you can end up losing big. That's the point. You can end up losing big and not really even being aware of it. Um, and But look, to, also, if you ask me, should I use machine learning to boost my campaigns? The answer is a definite yes. But you have to have, have this understanding that AI, machine it's not magic, okay? Use it only if you can control it, only if you're in the driver's seat. Amongst other things to prevent false positives. Want an example? Tesla self-driving cars. It's still not 100% trust into, into the AI. You know, the, 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 there's a manual override. You take, you grab the wheel and it listens to you, not the AI. That's the point. Would you really, would you really at, like at this stage in your life, sit in a Tesla and let it drive you without having that power of just changing the way it works because it's your life at stake? This is the same thing. You can prevent false positives if Tesla doesn't see uh, the car in front of you for any given reason. The camera. Uh, you can take control. Faulty. You can take control. Yeah. So, so you know, you, you, we've mentioned this, like you know, we've spoken about control and transparency. Uh, do you feel that like these ad tech vendors, that there are as many of them out there, um, are enabling the user by using these buzzwords or or actually hiding them? Like they're actually the dark truth. They're actually hiding them from the real truth of data-driven internet optimization techniques. And you know what we, you know, not just us at ClipGuard, but me as a, as you know, my experience in marketing is, you know, clean post-click analysis. Do you feel that there are they're actually enabling them, or they're actually hiding them from the truth? Sorry to be so blunt, but I just want to ask that question. <laughs> I can't claim anything really. Uh, about ad tech that, that's that's not transparent, right? Other than it's not transparent. Um, the only thing I can really point out very clearly is, hey, you guys claim to be doing this or that, but you never provide any proof. So you don't you don't give me any real data that I can analyze and 
conclude that you guys are really doing what you claim to be doing. So I'll, I'll give you an example. In our space, there, there, there's services in our space that report clicks from competitors. Like they can actually track uh, a competitor, uh, you know, like have every individual competitor of yours and, and determine that, uh, that an ad click came from their laptop or, or, or smartphone. Like really? It's madness. It's madness, okay? But hey, if you don't have to provide a paper trail on how you got to that conclusion that a click is from your competitor, you can just say, our AI determined that, you know? I sh still strongly believe that there are solutions out there that, that, that are doing this the right way. They're using the right tech. They're not making any false claims. Um, but I also have to say that from my perspective, there are many solutions out there, there that use AI and machine learning only as buzzwords you know, basically deceiving users. And I'll give you another example. There's a popular solution in our uh, ad tech space that performs optimizations on ad campaigns, okay? Without ever taking into account any sort of behavior data, meaning they don't even touch uh, when, 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 when somebody clicks on, on, on your ad and they land on your website, they don't, they don't analyze a thing. Talk about the quality of that data, you know, talk about, uh, talk about, you know, the insight. Speaks volumes uh, about the quality of their, their data, but they claim to be using AI and, you know, that their system can do wonders. Yet, yet, yet they are completely blind to such a valuable data source, something that I, I think any mar marketeer should, should never uh, even, even consider ignoring or just not using. Um, you know, make, make your own conclusions. I, I wouldn't necessarily claim anything other than what I can see with my own eyes. Yeah, that's 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 actually really sad um, because ultimately, um, some some solutions are pushing people to actually having less control and less data, and that's removing them really from 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 the driver's seat. Which is that that's what that's what Google does. Which is which is not good. It's like your passport. I mean, data and transparency should be your passport if you're a marketer. It's going to you know it's going to enable you to optimize and drive more success, and based on previous success, you know drive and, and strive for more. So someone actually you know I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like you know how would they actually know if they're a victim of false positives? I think this is a really good question because yeah, it is. It's difficult, right? <laughs> I mean, I just I was obviously like yeah, go check us out at clickguard.com. I'll get you. you know, I'll, I'll make sure everyone you know you're onboarded well, and but like how would they really know by observing their data if they're fallen victim to false positives? And when I mean fallen victim, guys, just imagine this. You have a huge lead and you went and blocked his IP address. That is yeah. an example of a terrible false positive. Um, honestly, it's very simple. Data that you can't see and you can't control is data that's completely useless to you. Uh, on the other hand, you can't really know a thing without having data. So if, if you're using a system that shows you only supposed results and you can't deep dive into data, you won't get anywhere closer to know, even knowing if you're having false positives. You really have to take it on, on, on blind faith, right? You have to listen to what they say. If they say you got this many clicks from your competitors, that, that's what you have to believe in. You can't corroborate that. You have to believe it. Uh, we have this much, this much percentage of false positives. You have to believe that. Uh, we got you this and that result. You have to believe that. Um, and, um, but let me go ahead and make this claim very, very straightforward. You most certainly are a victim of false positives. It's unavoidable, unavoidable. Like 
regardless of who controls the 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 pro the optimization process or you know the the the, the entire process of, of managing your campaigns or whatnot, you you must be a victim to it because it's all about interpreting the data, right? Having the right data. So the, what actually makes the difference is having this knowledge, having this insight into the data. Not to mention having the ability uh, to have the, the right data, right kind of data in the first place, first place, and having the ability to control it. Uh, then you can do something about it. Uh, to be quite honest, this is one of the crucial, I guess, pitches that we have here at ClickGuard. Uh, you know, we are all about transparency. Transparency of the data we collect, transparency of the process, uh, the way we analyze this data, and, and the optimization actions you, uh, we, we perform on, on people's campaigns. So it's not only you can see what's going on at any given moment, you can actually influence, you can control and make sure you get the most value and the least number of false positives. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, I think that's, that's, a, that's a really good point. Um, if people don't have the data, they don't really have, the, as I said before, the passport, you might say, you know, when you're crossing the border, you need, you know, they'll say, hey, can I have your passport? Well, really marketers should be saying to the ad tech vendors, can I have the data, please? It's my yeah, data. Exactly. You know, exactly. I, I really like but these. But, but look, look, not your interpreted, not, not, not no, data no. in the way I'm you biased. interpret it, but give me, give, me, give me unbiased raw data so that I can make my own conclusions, you know? Because, because that's the point. This, this is what I think, this is the trap that many marketeers uh, fall into, right? They fall into this trap of, we're going to do it for you. You don't, you don't have to do it. But come on, you have to do it. That's the point. Yeah, no, That's I think this point. is actually going to be our next session, guys. So probably session number six or session number seven will be about hands-off approach versus, you know, deep dive into the real truth, you know, because, I mean... Are you calling me again? I think I might be. <laughs> so basically, I mean, it's like, it's, it's the reality of life. If, we, if, if you don't want to know the truth, then you're always going to be living a lie. And it's like anything, it's like health, it's like business, it's like lifestyle. You have to put in the effort to get the rewards. And the, and, and, and the essence of this is true marketers who you know, are defending their customers' uh, success and you know, they want to drive for, you might say, aim for, aim for the stars. They will go that extra mile. Uh, but the, what, who we're trying to pull out to and I'm trying to expose and help are those people that have been blindfolded you know people that have been been told something which actually isn't true and the darkness of this is that hey you are a victim as Milos has just pointed out you are most likely a victim of false positives and you can fix it you need to get hold of your data you need to get hold of not sorry as your data but of what your customers what your audience is actually engaging with and then you start setting up and customizing the rules that are based on that post-click analysis to optimize furthermore your campaign and get a lot more success. Yeah, but look, if, if you're an advertiser, if you're a marketeer, you have to experiment. You have to, you have to strive to get and understand the data. This is not only the path to success. This, this, this is how you win. This is not only how you avoid false positives. This is how you win. This is what marketing is all about. I'm not a marketeer. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an engineer. At the end of the day, I'm an engineer. But I work with data every day. I, and, and when you base your decisions on it, and, and look, go through any, any crash course on, 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 let's say, PPC marketing. And data is a big part of it because you can't make proper decisions without proper data. Now imagine, imagine you putting your um, decision-making 
into, into the hands of a non-transparent, supposedly AI-driven solution. That's right. You don't even you don't even know. You don't even know what's going on. I, I've I've heard this many a times. Like, I don't have the time for it. For it, you know, I need to focus on this, not on that. But at the end of the day, hey, it's your business. It's or, or your client's business, um, and it's 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 your decision. No, that I think that's a really really good point to to finish up on. It's it's everyone's decision which way they want to go. Either way, uh, personally, from my my uh, experience is that you have to put the effort in and you have to have transparency and most importantly, control. You lose control, your probability of failing goes up. So the right thing- So not only that, but, it, but it's, it's the not knowing what's going on. That I, I, that, that's something that I personally can't understand how people, how people accept that, not knowing what's going on. Look, look I'm fine having like a, like a machine doing the work for me. That's perfect. But not if one, I can't control it. And not if, if, if I can't have insight into what, what it's doing. Come on, like, have you watched The Terminator? <laughs> it's like, like, really? Would you really trust, trust the machine with your business just like that without really having control? To me, it's, it's unacceptable, unacceptable. No, that's great. That's really good. So thanks, uh, Milos, for joining. And if you are on our podcast and you're listening to this either on Spotify or or wherever, uh, do you know, do follow us, subscribe, and if not, just go visit us at clickguard.com. So anyway, let's make every click count, and I hope everybody has a great week. Thanks, Milos. Thank you for having me, and I would just like to add, uh, b- besides you know the, all the subscribe and like and comment and whatnot, uh, please feel free to challenge anything we've, we, we're yes. claiming here, because it will be our pleasure to follow up. <laughs> <laughs> We're advocates of transparency, so hundred percent. This is this 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 is this is our val- our core value. So come talk to us. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Milos. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Beyond PPC. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to hear and support the podcast, please go ahead and share it with others. You can also hit us up on social media. We'd love to hear from you. To catch all the latest from ClickGuard, you can follow us on Instagram or YouTube. I'm looking forward to the next episode, everyone, and let's make every click count.